welcome to Talk to Be Well. I'm your host, Dr. Robin Anderson, Chief Executive Behavioral Health for Providence, Oregon, and Chief Clinical Officer for Work to Be Well. Here with me today for their final Talk to Be Well recording of the year and final Talk to Be Well recording as National Student Advisory Council members. Oh, my stars are three of our seniors, all of them from the West Coast, Dominic, Lena, and Cole. We're going to do our best to get through this podcast recording without too many tears, although I bet there's going to be some, because we're going to talk about what this means to all of us, what it's meant, and what your hopes are for the future. What are the gifts you want to give to the future? But before we do that, I want to remind everybody that the information provided during this event is for educational purposes only. It is not intended, nor is it implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice. Get your tissues ready. Everybody, let's get started. Want to have you each introduce yourself, where you're from, and tell me why it was that you wanted to tell people about your time on Work to Be Well today. What made you do this podcast? Dominic, kick us off. Hello, everybody. I am Dominic. I am from Burbank, California. I am the educational team lead at Work To Be Well. Um, And the reason why I decided to do this podcast today is because I want to give back to an organization that has given so much to me. They've given me an opportunity and a platform to, you know, share what I'm thinking and to have a voice. And they've also given me the opportunity to make change in communities around the country. And so I'm going to do my part and sort of promote this wonderful organization and this wonderful podcast because I owe a lot to them. And so now I'm, you know, giving it back. Uh, My name is Cole Wright. I'm a senior. I'm a member of the Access team on Work To Be Well. And I'm from Oregon. Uh, This topic is super important to me because it's interesting enough. This was my first year on the council. So I'm kind of had a brief stay, but it's been incredibly transformative for me. It's given me a platform to like pursue this passion for mental health work. And I'm just so grateful. So I want to say my farewells today. And I'm the last teen on this podcast. My name is Lena. I'm also from Oregon. I serve as the access team lead for the Work To Be Well National Student Advisory Council. And I've been on this council for pretty much for the entirety of my high school career. So I guess I'm hoping that there's like a single like freshman or sophomore, even eighth grader listening to this. That's like, maybe I should join the Work To Be Well Council. And I hope that I can convince them too, because this has been a life-changing opportunity. Well, and speaking of work to be well, in your own words, I know you all know the vision and the mission and all this stuff, and that's all the great adults speak, but put it in your own words and tell me what is work to be well and what does it mean to you? Who wants to kick us off? Lena, hit it. All right. I've been saying this one for like three years now. So my go-to when I'm just trying to explain like really broadly what it is, as I always say, Work To Be Well is a digital wellness platform and program that works to empower teens just like me to raise our voices and talk about our stories and share our advice when it comes to mental health. But what makes us really awesome is that we have really great resources from Providence that connect us with amazing professionals like Dr. Robin, who make sure that not only the advice and what we're saying is based and relevant, but that it's genuinely helpful and good advice to all the teens we reach out to every single day. 
See, I mean, I don't even know if I should even follow up after that because that was just such a perfect, you know, she just summed up what worked to me well as perfectly. But I, I guess I'm going to try and see how this goes. Um, but basically, for me, you know, Work To Be Well is a, is a mental health organization that uses, it utilizes education, advocacy, and communication to help others around the country work to be well. And that's the whole, that's the whole point is to help people, you know, put in the work to get to a state where they are well and that they are, you know, emotionally and mentally sound and that they can support themselves to the point that they can also support others. And so that's why I'm so passionate about being in this organization is because we are, you know, creating curriculum and we are, you know, moving mountains and we are, you know, shattering glass ceilings so that, you know, people after us and people with us, who are standing with us will have better mental health support in their communities and that we can really focus on, you know, topics like suicide prevention and the mental health of, you know, minority communities. And we're just trying to make a difference in the world. And I think that's what Work To Be Well is, is it's a, it's a difference maker. It's a difference maker. It's a change maker. I definitely can't follow either of y'all. But um, to me, Work To Be Well is really just a super tight-knit community of empowered teens that have all had mental health struggles and want to give back and like help people around their age, like feel home and support within those struggles. Um, like for me, it's just been an experience that's super eye opening because I knew I had these interests in like mental health. I've had struggles all throughout high school and middle school and I really just wanted to take it to another level. And my teacher recommended this for me because I had this like outline interest and as soon as I got in, I felt at home because everyone around me was in the same boat and they all wanted to do something special and having the opportunity and the resources to do so at such a high level and on such a wide scale, like we're nationwide, which is incredible. It was amazing. It's been incredibly transformative and inspiring for me. You know, it was interesting. I was just recently at an event in, Washington, D.C., and I was trying to explain to somebody who didn't know anything about Work To Be Well. I said, well, you know, Work To Be Well is by teens for teens and tells about youth mental health from the perspective of youth with mental health issues, which makes it really, really unique. And, and when I think about my favorite memories, especially from this NSAC, obviously I've been with, with all of them. But this NSAC in particular, I'll share one of my favorite memories, and then I want to hear your favorite memories too. One of my favorite memories actually came from the beginning of this year when you all as council um, stood up to all of us uh, adults and advisors around you and basically said, yeah, no, we're not going to do that. No, we're going to, you know, we did, and we actually did an episode on, um, Perform remember the one we did on performative? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and how we were, you know, kind of performative appropriation and some of those other types of issues around there. You really called us up and said, This is our program. We're the ones who set the direction, especially in social media. We're the ones who set the direction of what we're going to talk about, and we're going to take control of this and move it forward. That said a lot about who you all are as people. And how empowered you felt about this is your organization and is one of my favorite memories from this year. 
What about your memories? What are your favorite memories? Go ahead. Right, jump in. I mean, I've had so many wonderful memories from this year, you know, from finally advancing uh, a plan to, to roll out three different BIPOC modules to, you know, finally finalizing the substance misuse disorder module. But my all-time favorite memory was flying out to Texas with Lena, Finn, and Sarah, and Jawanza, and being able to, like, actually in person talk to people about mental health and talk to people about what Work To Be Well is and to support others and to get the word out about the organization. I mean, just the whole trip from the axe throwing to the making fun of Finn for using a you're so brave phrase to, you know, just hanging out in the hotel room late at night together to just everything that 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 happened in that trip was just so impactful for me. You know, just realizing that an organization was flying me out somewhere to talk about mental health and to, and to talk about, you know, work to be well and to talk about what's important to me. I don't know. It just it really, it really made me feel whole. It really made me feel like everything that I've struggled with in my life, all the mental health struggles that I've overcome, and then, you know, all the effort that I put into supporting others had finally paid off. Like I had finally been given the opportunity to say, this is what I've overcome and this is how I want to help you do the same. And so, you know, getting to know, getting to finally meet Lena and finally meet Finn and finally meet Sarah and Jawanza, it was just a life-changing experience. And I will forever be grateful for that trip to Texas. That was beautiful. Um, that was awesome. I'm very glad you had that experience. I uh, personally, it's my first year, so I've had brief limited stay again, but it's been jam-packed with like excitement and love and community and i'm so grateful um i'm on the access team so i had the opportunity to create instagram posts for our instagram which was incredible because i didn't realize that was something i could be good at and i was and i was happy about it because i was like wow i could take this somewhere and bring this into my own life and i did through like school projects i was like digital engineer it was crazy it was super fun but um just that realization that i could be creative in that way was awesome uh, we held our summit in February of this year and I was able to MC the share to be well segment, which means that I got to be like the transitional voice for bringing in people from outside organization and within our organization to share their stories and things they are doing to like break the stigma around mental health. And it was super, super impactful because I was like wow I can address this many people about something I'm passionate about and it just enlightened me that like I have the power to use my voice to do something great um and I got super high praise for my voice which I was beyond stoked about so I might go into radio someday so I might have found a new passion which is great um then finally like end of the year we had a celebration and just everyone coming together and celebrating our accomplishments and how far we've come this year, all that we've accomplished. It was incredible. Um, it was just culture of love and respect for everyone. And we're all proud of each other. And that's something I want to be a part of forever. And I know that I'll cherish these memories always. And I'll pursue that certain aspect of community in every situation I'm in in the future. So I'm beyond grateful. 
those are such special memories, especially because Cole is on my team and I believe that he could make the social media posts and was always stunned by what he gave me to go help get on the social media. They were beyond incredible, Cole. So amazing job. I have two and one is like kind of the long term that's happened slowly and has been one of my favorites. I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. And the first has been watching my junior lead, Kiana, grow up. I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry because she's like a child to me. I adore her. And she was so quiet and closed off when she joined my team last year. And this year she really stepped up, helped lead another team that's on the council and like went away from under my wing and I got to watch her really fly. And it like just makes my heart so happy to know that she's going to carry on my legacy when I graduate. So that's my emotional one. And then my boomer memory that not a single person here was there for, not even the people recording this podcast, was sitting in the backyard with a couple of people that were on the council. We were an all-Oregon council. I think I was the summer before my junior year, so two years ago. And I think we went in a line and Sarah said, what's the team's going to be? And she said, access. And then Finn said, education. And I said, activation. And we were like, oh my gosh, that's it. And that is actually how the three teams were named. And I was there in the flesh and got to watch it happen, as well as meet some of the most incredible people like in my Oregon best friends for that first time. So there's a little work to be well, Laura. The three teams were brainstormed in Sarah Nellis's backyard. <laughs> that is such the true story. With with didn't you have Gertie there with the big uh yep. the big so, yeah the big screen yep. that come down for the completely socially distanced it was wild. <laughs> well, you know, let's let's continue on that route of getting personal here. And when you think about work to be well, what has work to be well taught you about yourself and about your own mental health? When I started with work to be well, I pretty much was doing it because it seemed really cool. And Dr. Robin told me to do it. That was the extent of my like 15 year old, like, yeah, <laughs> my 15 year old drive for work to be well. And it was through advocating for mental health resources and mental health help that I was like, man, if I'm gonna keep telling people to go to therapy and make an emotional first aid kit and check in on themselves and go for walks and do all these things that are emotionally healthy, why am I not doing them? And that kind of looking back on myself and calling myself out for being this kind of fake advocate where I would come online and say, look at all the healthy things you can do and then not do them. I realized that that was not okay and I was not doing okay. So actually through Work To Be Well, I got into therapy. I started really taking the time to reflect on myself as well as the people around me. And I can definitely say that without this program, I would not be the person I am. I would probably still be extremely anxious with no coping mechanisms and not having a very good time. And I'm definitely not there now. Wow. That is stunning, Lena. That's amazing. What else? Let's get personal here. So for me, um, like work to be well, just the platform to advocate at such a high level has been amazing this year. Uh, I go to Clackamas High School. It's in Clackamas, Oregon. So I served as the um, ASB Mental Health Commissioner, and that gave me the opportunity to start fostering a future of sort of destigmatization at our school. Um, we've never had a big focus on mental health. 
Like it's never been really talked about. We've never done any work on leadership and I've seen it all four years. Like I've grown up in that environment. I've never really felt full support from my school. And this year, along with work to be well's influence and empowerment, I was able to kind of steal some resources from work to be well and apply it towards my work at school and involve it within my community and kind of just plant a seed that I know will grow in years to come. Cause I was able to work with some super amazing young people, uh, namely hope Norman, she's taking over for me next year, but, um, I'm just so happy because I know I'll come back in a few years and the culture will be changed because we've done amazing work. And I'm just proud that I was able to be a catalyst for that. And I feel more empowered within myself for that reason. I think that the main lesson that I've learned from work to be well is that when you're struggling with your mental health and then you finally get to the point where you, you feel confident that you're in an upward trajectory using the pain that you've that you've dealt with and that the struggle that you've dealt with as passion to helping others is the greatest gift and the greatest path forward that anyone can take. I think that work to be well has really helped me sort of narrow in on my career goal as a social worker in the future. And I think that work to be well has taught me that no matter what life throws at you, if you can somehow find a way to use that pain and that struggle as a passion, as a fire for your passion, then there's nothing that can stop you. You'll be able to move mountains, to move rivers, you know, nothing can stand in your way and, and the future is yours. And I think that that is just so empowering. So I guess that work to be well has taught me to empower myself and to empower others in the fight for mental health justice and into the fight for justice across the board. Wow. Those are some amazing life lessons, you all. And, and I know along the way, you know, and you hear me say this a lot, um, part of the reason that Work To Be Well exists, not only around the issue of youth mental health and um, stigma reduction and all those types of things, is also because we know one thing. We know that the presence of positive, unrelated adult mentors in the lives of young people is the number one thing that helps young people be successful in the future. And having that one trusted adult that you find at some point along the way, um, and, and I hope many of you have had many of them, is, is part of what guarantees that you're gonna then be that trusted adult for another kid when you're my age uh, and things like that. So with that in mind, is there anyone from the adult team there or or even any other people on the NSAC that you want to thank from the Work To Be Well team because maybe they impacted your time at Work To Be Well in a positive way. Any thank yous you want to dole out? Um, I can go first because I, my time at Work To Be Well, we have been through a lot of adult team members. Like in the tens, we've had so many different directors that have done so many different things with the program. And I was racking my head to see if I can name how many I can name. And I'm going to go for it because every single one deserves to be acknowledged and loved. And I don't know if they're going to listen to this, but I think it'll help me get some closure by thanking them so profusely. Yes. So our first intern was Emily when I served on the council and she was incredible. She was a college student and now she's out working a real big person job, which is really cool. 
oh my gosh, I'm not going to make it through this. Um, <laughs> then there's Allison, who helped us so much near the beginning. We had Britton as a director, went all the way to Kayla. We had incredible help from Sarah. We had help from Regina and Jawanza and Zoe, who are still on our team and are incredible, as well as Teresa, who has helped make some of the most profusely educational and transformative pieces of material. Robin, please don't cry. There's... Um, Mary Renoff, who has connected us with some of the most powerful influencers out there. And there's Justin Crow, who has supported Work To Be Well from above us in Providence for so, so long. And knowing that so many people have our back is incredible. And last but very not least is Robin, who founded this council and who has been here the entire time. Robin has written hundreds of recs for Work To Be Well students. She's helped get me and many of my best friends into some of the best colleges in the world. And she has told me and many of us to come back to her. And I know that we plan on doing it because you don't graduate out of Providence, right? So true. Heart, heart, heart. I just saw, you laugh, you laugh. Guess who I saw just the other day? Haley Hardcastle, the OG herself. Haley Hardcastle speaking at a conference in Aspen. Think about where she came from work to be well on the very first council. I'm going to see you, Lena, speaking at a conference in Aspen one of these days. Thank you. Dominic. Whew. Okay. I'm going to try my best not to cry because um, I, I want to thank a, a, quite a few adults who have made a serious impact. And I know, I think we're supposed to do one, but you know what? I don't care. I'm going to do as many as I want. Um, and so I'm going to start out with, and it's not just because she is here, but I'm going to start out with Dr. Robin because I remember, I don't remember who we did the presentation for, but I remember we um, both did a presentation um, about mental health. I don't remember who it was for. I know it started with an O. It started with the letter O and maybe A, um, not sure. But anyways, we did a presentation about you know youth mental health together. And it was one of the first presentations that I think it might've been the first that I had ever done at Work To Be Well. I was super nervous. I was like, I, I didn't know what I was doing. I'm like, I was such an amateur and, and Dr. Robin was like, yes, I wanted, and she, and she, she had, <laughs> she had asked for me. And so I was like, whoa, like, that's weird. Like that this amazing woman who's done so much for her community is asking for me. And so we got onto a zoom call to talk about, you know, to talk about the presentation. And I'm like, okay, we're going to be formal here. And then she was just like, hey, like, how are you doing? Like, what's up? Like, it was just this informal conversation about what the presentation was. And I was like, and she just, in like an instant, like all the stress that I had had about the presentation just sort of like poofed away. And we had, we just worked on it and we just, we got a great plan going and then we killed it at the presentation. And so I just, and, and for that, I'm so grateful. And then to all the Talk To Be Wells, she's had to listen to me talk about so many different topics. I'm so grateful for the opportunity that she's given me in this platform to talk about what's important to me. And then next, the adult I have to thank next is Sarah Nellis. Whew. She is one of the most important people in my life. Um, this year, I struggled a lot with mental health um, my second semester, and I was really struggling to keep um, to keep going with the workloads that I had given myself with the work to be well. And so she was so, she was so lenient with me and she was so welcoming and she was, she was pushing deadlines back for me. And she was really dealing with my crap when I couldn't get it together to work. And 
at Texas, I remember that you, Lena and Jawanza went on like the Batman ride or something. And me and Sarah just sat back on a bench and we were talking about life. And I just remember that was one of the most, that was one of the most heart to heart conversations that I've ever had with another human being. Um, and we were talking about like her neighbors yelling at each other about who's more Asian. It was a lot, it was, it was a very large conversation, but just, I mean, I'm just so grateful for Sarah. She always opens the meetings with a smile on her face. She's always somehow making me laugh. Even when I just, the last thing I want to do is laugh. She is such a sweet and kind human being. And she's, almost, I feel like she's like a third or fourth or second parent to every single person on the council. And so I'm so grateful that I can just bug her and text her and ask her questions. And, and she doesn't yell at me, which is great. Um, and... Honestly, I just want to thank the whole team. I want to thank Teresa, who has dealt with my crap as we were building curriculum together to change the world. She was has been so kind and, and sweet to me, and she's always been just so accommodating for me. Um, and Jawanza, just like ever since he told us all to vape on... Um, on the um, summit, which by the way, it stands for something. I don't remember what, but it does not actually mean vaping. Um, ever since that moment, I knew that he, we had given work to be well into the hands of a person who actually cared about it. Um, and he is such an amazing person and he is leading this car that we like to reference work to be well as in the right direction. And Regina, I want to thank Regina for finally getting me into that Zoom breakout room, the first summit I went to because I kept clicking on the breakout room and it wouldn't let me go in. Um, and so getting her, her getting me in there and then her always just, you know, watching over me and, and making sure I'm making the right steps and all just, you know what, thank you everyone, every single adult who's been on this team for all the support and love and accommodation that you've given me to every meeting that I was late to because I don't have a calendar to everything that you guys have done for me, to the advice, to the inspiration, to the empowerment that you've given me. I will forever be grateful. And I'm so sorry that I talked for so long. <laughs> I'll keep it brief, but, um, just every single one of the adult champions, it's always felt like I've had the space to perform and do my work at my own pace and like with my own passion and my own creativity. But I've always felt like I've had a watchful eye over me. Um, even if it's from afar, it's like, I've never felt alone. And that goes for the whole council. It's just from the moment I joined this year, it felt kind of weird because I was like one of the oldest people and it, I was like one of the newbies, but I felt comfortable from the first meeting. I never once looked back and felt like, oh my gosh, this wasn't for me. Like, I feel like I've made a home here. And I mean, Lena and Leanna were the best, like, team leads I could have asked for because like that first team meeting y'all were just goofing around joking and I was like oh my gosh this is beautiful this is where I want to be I want to be a part of this and I've just felt an overwhelming sense of community that I haven't found anywhere else in such a particular field um like mental health work sometimes like as I've grown up it's been seen as like gruesome and hard and like sapping like it just drains you of everything but that's not the truth you can build it into something beautiful like this and it's blossomed the passion and love in me for advocating for others well-being because everyone here has been so supportive and loving and i don't know i love everyone on the council i can't name names because 
as a whole, the community feels like one body, one brain. It's just so connected. So I love all of y'all. I'll cherish this forever. You guys are wonderful and amazing. And I know that all of the adult champions are going to ball their eyes out when they listen to this episode, which they're going to listen to this episode. And for our final question, you know, back when the pandemic first started, uh, we were doing Talk to Be Well lives. And we did them on Facebook Live because we were going from in-person podcasting to we needed, we wanted to do something. We wanted to reach people. So we started this every week we would do a Facebook live and we had different people coming in and out doing these Facebook lives. And you know, Elena would skip school to talk on those. It was so awesome. And I'll never forget. There was this one episode that we did where we we're talking about one of the biggest things people missed. And it was that opportunity as a senior that you get as a senior to say to the younger classmen, what is the gift that you're going to give them? What is the gift that you bequeath them? What are you going to leave them with? So I'm going to give you all the last word to say, what are you going to leave next year's NSAC? What are you leaving them? What is your bequest? What is your gift? Who wants to kick us off? Dominic, go for it. Well, next year's NSAC, I am leaving you quite a bit because during the, during the wrap up of this year, I took it upon myself to provide the next year's NSAC with a list of talk to be well topics that they can start off for the beginning of the next year. So I think I got you guys covered till December or some month. There is a month that I've got you covered for. So uh, yes, I did that. I don't know how you guys are going to write questions without me. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. You guys will be able to do it. Mohammed can do it. I know Mohammed can kill it. He writes questions better than I can. Um, but I'm leaving you with that. I'm also, I just emailed 76 mental health resources to the adult champions that they can include in the website um, because I think that having as many mental health resources on the website as possible is important. And I'm just, I'm leaving, I'm leaving, you know, opportunity for NSAC coming in next, especially for the education team, because I'm so grateful for this team that I've been able to run. Um, and so I'm leaving projects unopened. I'm leaving, you know, loose ends to tie up <laughs> um, in a good way, in a good way. And I'm giving my team the opportunity to pick up where I left off because I, I want them to continue, you know, the legacy of the education team, which I think has been most productive this year than it ever has been. Um, and I think that I hope I can leave, you know, just a little ounce of my passion. And I hope that everyone that leaves can leave ounces of their passion for the next team to continue it. So I, I'm so appreciative for work to be well. And I hope whatever I leave you, you guys can utilize in the future. Um, I would just say, don't shy away from this opportunity, like make the most of it because it's something special that it's hard to find. It's really hard to find. And if you're here, you're lucky. So take advantage because you're going to find yourself in a community that's so loving and so supportive and so impassioned about something so important. And if you allow yourself to just participate and put yourself into it authentically, it's going to be fruitful and you're going to grow endlessly. And I have no regrets for taking this step. I came in, I thought it was going to be a ton of work and super overwhelming, but every bit of stress and strife was worth it because it's been beautiful. And I'm so happy I've been here 
and been a part of it. So cherish it. Landon, take us home. For me, what I really wanted to give the NSAC was connection. I think hopefully Cole can attest that on my team, I tried to foster those connections. I put them in pairs. I forced them to work together, even if they didn't want to. And I know that many of them through that pairing found a best friend like Ash and Kiana. And so for me, I want them to understand that work to be well is more than a program. It is an elite, tight-knit group of friends, right? Because I reached out to the seniors that graduated this year during my college ops, and I said, I need help. I have no idea what I'm doing. And we are so similar. And every single one that I reached out to helped me out. And I want to do that same thing. So I will never let my team die. I will be sure to be hitting up Leanna and Kiana, who are like my children to me at this point. I've spent two plus years with them. And knowing that they will have me wherever they are, however they need me at any time, as well as the people that I've hoped they've fostered friendships with, and I know they have as well, that's what I wanted to leave them with. Because work to people is only special when the kids like each other. And I, I know they do this year, and I want them to continue to do that forever. Well, next year's NSAC is going to have a really tough act to follow. And you three have given them some beautiful and wonderful advice by sharing your wisdom, sharing your truth, sharing your stories, your vulnerability, and being honest and true to be who I know you are. For me, I'm going to miss you all very, very much, but I know you're going to be in touch. If you ever need anything, any of us here at Work To Be Well are here for you, whether it's a cup of coffee, chat on the phone, text, you name it. We're always going to be here for you because that's what we do. And I want to thank everybody listening to this episode of Talk To Be Well. I hope that this has inspired you to, if you're an adult, go out and find a way to mentor. And if you're a youth, go out and find a way to get involved. If you or someone you know is looking for support with your mental health, please check us out at providence.org. But if you're looking specifically for mental health resources for youth, the best mental health resources that exist on the planet anywhere can be found at worktobewell.org. That's work the number two, bewell.org. I am your host, Dr. Robin Henderson. This is Talk To Be Well. Thank you, everybody, and be well.